In life, growth is a choice. No one can make you desire to change. You have to want to change. You may have been told you need to change your ways, but you're the only one that can make it happen. Hello, I'm Yolanda Postel, and you're listening to Purposeful Woman, a show where you are encouraged to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. We've all heard the phrase, you haven't changed a bit. We love to hear it when someone tells us how great we look, and they use that phrase, right? But there are times when You haven't changed a bit can be anything but a compliment. Have you ever ran into someone, you know, from years ago or time in your past, you spend some time conversating with them and talking to them about what you've been up to and everything that's been going on in your life throughout the years. And when you walk away, you say to yourself, I can't believe they're doing the same thing. They haven't changed. Some people, hey, they get caught up in their own habits and ways of doing things. They've done things a certain way for so long that it becomes ingrained in who they are. Maybe they want to change, but maybe they hesitate because it will require them to take a long, hard look at themselves. They don't want to look in the mirror and see the truth about who they've become. Maybe they're scared of what they'll see and what will happen if they make the decision to change. They're scared their relationships may change. They're scared that the whole fabric of their life may shift and go in a different direction. So rather than grow and face the changes that could possibly come their way. They choose to remain the same. And rather than put in the work to improve their mindset, they decide to just leave things the way they are. For some people, the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) That's how they live their life. When you decide to go on your journey of growth It's important to know everyone is not going to go along with you. Friends may fall away and some may reject your new way of doing things. It's not necessarily a bad thing because every person that's in your life isn't meant to go with you through your entire journey. I believe that God allows people to come into our life during certain seasons. Some of these Seasons in our life is just a time for us to learn specific lessons. Sometimes the people that come into our lives are a mirror of what's going on inside of us. But whatever the situation is, we learn what we need to learn and then move on. There's a handful of people in your life that will be lifelong friends and will be lifelong relationships. But a lot of the people that you'll meet in your life, they'll be around just for whatever that specific season is, and then they'll go on. But then there's some people in life where they don't allow anybody new 
into their life and the circle of those surrounding them never expand. And when that happens, it can actually cause a person to be stunted in their personal growth. But one thing's for sure, in life, growth is a choice. No one can make you desire to change. You have to want to change. You may have been told you need to change your ways, but you're the only one that can make it happen. 1 Corinthians um, chapter 13, verse 11 says, When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Yes, this scripture talks about becoming a man. But we as women, we can relate to this text too. There comes a time in life when childish ways and behaviors are no longer acceptable and need to go. There's a season when the toys must go back into the toy box and maturity is required. As Dr. Cheryl Wood says, playtime is over. So are you still playing or are you ready to get serious about your life and grow personally? Change can't occur without self-examination and self-awareness. Have you ever questioned why you do things the way you do? Change begins when we begin to pay attention to our behavior and make a conscious effort to do things differently. Ask the Holy Spirit to examine your heart. And you may be surprised at what you learn about yourself. But when the Holy Spirit begins to show you those things that are in your life, those things that are in your heart, don't turn a blind eye. Be brave enough to look into what is being revealed to you so you can begin the process of change. And in order for us to grow personally, we have to be willing to learn. And being willing to learn requires us to put aside the things that we know or think we know. We have to put aside our assumptions and become humble enough to admit, hey, you just don't know it all. It's up to you to acknowledge that there are areas in life that need to change so that you can grow. And not everybody is willing to learn. And I think that there are seasons in our life where we are, where we may be a little closed off due to different situations that we've gone through. But then there's that season in life where we, we are open to learn. We're open to um, the changes that are coming our way. And there are so many ways that you can learn ways and options of how it's endless. It's up to you. But the key is to be willing to learn. One of the best ways we all learn are from mentors. 
Now, sure, mentors are often recommended when a person is desiring to grow in a certain area of life. Most often, mentors are mentioned when it comes to discussions about careers and the direction you want your your career to go in. But it can apply to other areas in your life as well. Mentors may not always be someone that works with you. They could be people that you interact with in other ways. My mother passed away when I was a child. I was seven years old, my sister was 11, and my brother was nine months. My grandmother and aunts, they were around, but I just did not feel that I could talk to them about everything I was going through in my young life. So in my early 20s, I I had a child and I started attending a church. I was just blessed to be a part of a congregation that had um, intelligent older women that I truly admired. They would share stories about their relationships, how they raised their children, the different struggles they went through. They would talk about their careers, but I would listen intently to what they had to say. And when I married my husband, I was also blessed that my mother-in-law had had a lot of wisdom to share as well. Now, when all of these women would talk about the different things um, that they went through and how they handled certain experiences, I didn't always agree, but I listened. And even though I may not have agreed with some of the things I heard at the moment that I heard them later, I had to admit that much of what they said was right. But all of these women in their own way helped me to grow and evolve. So learn from those around you. God puts certain people in your life or circle that can be a blessing to you. No, they may not have time to sit and mentor you one-on-one, but there are things you might be able to learn from them just by watching and listening. So keep your ears and eyes open. Of course, self-help books are always there for you. There are so many out there to help get you started and going in the right direction. Personally, I'm an avid reader. I've always been an avid reader. I I love books. That's one of the best ways that I learn. And as a believer, of course, the most important book to me is the Bible. In the Bible, there is every life lesson uh, from relationships to betrayals and family dysfunction is all in there. And Psalm 119.105 says, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God provides guidance. It provides direction. So the Bible is definitely a book that should be read daily. And before you sit down to read the Bible, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes that you can comprehend the scriptures because there are times where you might read it and you're you're not going to get it the first time around. But 
you can go back and read it a second time and get something completely different. But the Holy Spirit will help you to understand um, what it is that you need to learn out of that particular lesson. There are other self-help books out there that are great as well. And so many great authors. Of course, any self-help book I get, I do make sure it is in line with my beliefs. So a lot of the books I pick may be from a a Christian perspective. Not all, but you know, a good portion are. But there are so many great authors. You have Valerie Burton, Patrice Washington, Marshawn Evans Daniels. These are just some of the authors whose um, self-help books that I read and women that I admire. So find a book that speaks to an area of your life that you feel you need to work on. Maybe it's an area of forgiveness. Maybe your faith is weak in a certain area and you want to find a book to help give you ways to strengthen your faith. Maybe your money's out of whack and you want to find ways to help you um, just handle your finances in a better way. All of these women that I just mentioned have books that can help you in all of those areas, but find someone that can speak to you, an author that speaks to you in a way that you can relate to on the topic that you know you need to improve in your life. It's endless. The possibilities of books are endless, but they can help get you going in the right direction. And another great thing to remember when it comes to personal growth is, hey, you're not always going to be right. There's nothing worse than a person that refuses to admit they are wrong. Their pride is in the way and they have not grown into a space in their life that allows humility. Now, hey, I had a little period of time where it was hard for me to say, hey, I'm sorry. And maybe, you know, I tried to just brush over or ignore, but no, I had to just get to the point where I'm sorry, I was wrong and come to the person and admit my faults. But there are so many people that there's a lot of people out there that instead of apologizing, they continue to speak, act, and behave in ways that are hurtful to others. Part of growing and maturing is just being mature enough to admit fault is not a sign of weakness. If you tell yourself people just need to deal with it because I'm not changing or, you know, I am just the way I am and and that's just how it's going to be, guess what? The end result may be a lonely life full of dysfunctional relationships. Because anyone who has any sense of self-respect is not going to hang around and be mistreated. Remember, no one is obligated to accept you as you are. If you have a bad attitude, mistreat people or disrespect them. So treat people right. Own your your faults. (laughs) Admit when you're wrong. Apologize when necessary. It really isn't that hard. I know some people just don't like to apologize, but 
really isn't that hard. It's really just a matter of pride. So put your pride down and when you're wrong, admit it. Growing enough to admit when you're wrong also requires you to tell the truth. In order to do that, you have to be honest when it comes to the narratives you share about your life. There was a time and season in my life when I would share with my friends how hurt I was, you know, what this person did to me. If, you know, when I was younger and dating, what, what the guy I was seeing did to me. Heck, there were some times in my marriage where I was like, well, my husband did this and he said this and he hurt my feelings. I would talk about how I felt I was just being mistreated. The problem was I was only focused on me and how I was feeling, but I didn't acknowledge my bad actions. I left out how I treated the other person involved, how I acted in ways that were not acceptable. And when I would tell the story of how I was hurt, I told the version of the story that was favorable to me. I told the story that portrayed me as the victim, but I was not a hundred percent truthful all the time because I omitted my role in the disagreement, but that's how human nature is. We focus on us. We focus on how we are wrong, but oftentimes we are not willing to admit how we hurt others. Thank God for growth, which I owe. I really do owe to God. The Holy Spirit shined a light on those places of my heart. And he showed me my life and situations from his perspective. I had to be willing to say, I hear you, God. And take the steps to allow him to change my heart and my mind. Now, I've grown enough where when I tell stories about my life now, I'm not going to just share the times I was hurt or I felt I was the victim. Now I can be honest enough to share when I was the villain as well. I can admit that I was hurt and in turn, I hurt others. I own it. So are you ready to own the entire truth? about your story, when you make the decision to begin your journey of personal growth and begin to examine your thoughts and actions, I promise you, you're going to have lots of moments that are aha. And it really begins when you ask God to reveal the areas of your life that you need to work on. And just like the layers of the onion, right? He's going to begin to show you things one layer at a time. He might begin to show you things that happened in your childhood, things that happened in your teen years, things that happened with your family, the different experiences that you've had that trigger you or how you started a bad habit or how you may have been um, trained to behave or act a certain way 
that really is not acceptable in his eyes. But when you ask him and he begins to show you, sit back and just take in everything that he's trying to say and begin to allow him to work on you. Begin to allow him to transform your mind. Begin to allow him to just speak to you in ways that um, are meaningful to you. And not only allow that, but be willing to listen. Because personally, I feel that personal growth is a lifelong journey. As long as you have breath in your body, there's something that you can learn. We will never know everything that there is to know. And as long as we are here, God has something to show us every day. There's people in our life that can still teach us. If you're someone that's in your 70s, it doesn't mean that there's not something you can learn from someone in their 20s. They may have a different experience and perspective that you never even thought of. And if you're in your 20s, there's so much wisdom that you can learn from the right people. I'm not going to say every person because there are a lot of older people who don't have any wisdom either. Age does not necessarily equal experience. But if you are open, if you're willing to learn, have that conversation sometimes with that older woman. You would be surprised of the wisdom that they have to share. You may look at them and say, oh, they're so much older than me. I don't really think that there's anything that can share, but you, you may have more in common with that person than you know. When they begin to tell you these, the struggles they faced in the workforce, breaking into specific industries as a woman, the struggles they had with their relationship, learning to value themselves, learning to value their lives and who they are as women how they began to um, just really stand up for themselves and live a life of faith and boldness. The struggles they faced raising children. There are so many things you can gain from older women. But as they say, each one teach one. So we are all here in this life to help one another, and teach one another. So let's not shut each other off, but let's remain open to hearing the wisdom that we all share because we can all learn from each other if we're willing to. And the key is being willing to learn. Having a a, a humble spirit and just saying, hey, I choose to grow every day. I choose to allow the Holy Spirit to work on my heart every day. God, whatever lessons you have for me to learn, whatever experiences you have for me, whatever ways you want me to grow, God, I'm open. 
because I don't know about you, but I want to be the best version of myself. The best version is what God has in mind for me. And that requires me to grow, get out of my comfort zone and grow and allow others to teach me and be willing to learn along the way. And again, age does not necessarily bring maturity. Every day you grow more. Every day you evolve. But only if you choose. Life presents lessons to us, but it's up to us to learn the lessons that God is presenting to us every day. So, Be open to change. Find various areas in your life where you can grow. Because I feel that when we don't grow, we become stagnant. And when you become stagnant, you're not living. And we all know what happens to stagnant waters. They begin to get disgusting and they stink. So grow, change, evolve, move, allow the Holy Spirit to show you what he wants you to learn. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Clubhouse at Yolanda M. Postel. To sign up for my email list and receive a free download of my ebook, 10 keys to build a strong relationship, go to movingtowardspurpose.com. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to listen to each episode at your convenience. And please don't forget to rate and review. To hear each new episode dropped weekly, Tune in to QueendomGlobalNetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 p.m. Eastern. And as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead you and guide you every day.